Hey, Chad, check out the cool new stuff that we just put up on the internet. Oh, dude, we have been posting some hot threads, but oh, I haven't seen these new ones. Ooh, what's this over here? Oh, yeah, touch them. Touch and feel the softness of them. Oh, I am. I'm reaching across the internet through the screen like a very creepy effect, and I'm t these are some good threads. You set your hand teleporter up to goosebuds.store. Puts you right there into the internet. You can feel the ball boy shirt. <laughs> Beautiful ball boys. <laughs> You can feel the you can you can feel the skelly and you can feel the hat uh, the goosebuds hat that looks like it kind of has weed signs on it. Yeah, it's a great way to show that you love both possibly marijuana and the podcast Goosebuds. Uh, where do you, where do you go, Paul? That is Goosebuds.store. See you there, you dirty weedsters. <laughs> So back to what we were talking about. After COVID is over in Los mm -hmm. Angeles. When it's been defeated and, and pushed into the ground. The first rave is Matrix Rags Rave, where okay. you can dress in sweaty rags, uh -huh. like in Matrix Revolutions, in, or mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, that's Revolution, right? What's the, the second, third one? I think second. it's Reloaded, maybe. It's is Reloaded. It it's one? Reloaded. Yeah. Okay. And then the, the other, the uh, or you can dress like Neo. You are allowed to dress like Neo. Sure. Okay. I guess any of you can dress as Morpheus and and the other ones. There has to be a limited number of of like leather clad people though. It's like vampires; you can only have so many of them. Yeah, because we're having mm. two raves here. Because the other rave is is hot leather as well. Yes, which is the blade rave. Oh yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. And by the way, I was gonna say for the Matrix costumes, I think only the three of us should be allowed to dress as the twins. You know there were two of them. The, the, I think only the three of us should be allowed to do the Dread Boys. The white suits. Well, I was going to say, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. I'm down with that. And uh, I think that's a great idea. But I think for the Blood Rave, Chad, you got to be rocking one of those like big fur vests. Like one of those kind oh, of vampires. Yeah. Just kind of fits your mood. I I'm, I think I'm a Donald Logue vampire for sure. Remember Donald Logue in the first one? You know, from Terriers, that, that popular show. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep cut. Chad. I guess so. I didn't realize Donald Donald Lug was a deep cut. Sorry, no, a Paul. Deep cut. I was gonna say if for mine, for the I for the Matrix Rave, I just want you guys to know that I'm showing up as an agent. Uh and I know that what? I know that sounds square as hell, but when Agent Smith breaks it the fuck down on the dance floor, you guys are gonna go nuts, okay? It's gonna oh, look wow. cool. It's gonna look cool. I gotta think that what he would do would be a mass group dance using all of his Agent Smith form slash all of the Pauls all doing like a choreographed. Yeah, I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna have a flash mob just for like one one song. I'm not gonna take over the whole night, but I'll have one song where I'll have a flash mob of Agent Smiths dance with me. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go as Elrond. Oh, cool, cool. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and okay. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna confront you. <laughs> oh my. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go as V for Vendetta then, and talk about uh, V words and just do kind of alliteration. Yeah, very v vivacious, vivacious vibes at this party. <laughs> I couldn't do a V. Well, uh, it, was he also uh, Malfoy? He wasn't the Malfoy, was he? Malfoy? No, he, that's he uh, looks like one a, guy. He looks just like him. 
You mean Malfoy dad? Yeah, Mal- dad yeah, Malfoy. So, yes, of course. That's Voldemort. that one guy. He's that one guy. <laughs> It's uh, Jason Isaacs, right? Oh my god, it is. They kind of look the same. They're two white dudes that look the same. I I like that. I like that. Elrond slash Hugo Weaving was. I'm in the Matrix. I'm in uh, Lord of the Rings. I'm I'm in all of these sci-fi movies. But I really regret being Red Skull. I'm not going to return as Red Skull. That's too far. He was ashamed of that performance. (laughs) Like that was where he drew the line. Yeah, probably hated wearing the mask. That you, hey, you might be right. That's fair. Though at this point, I feel like they could have just like put dots over his face and be like, we'll paint it red later, Hugo. You wear whatever you want. It would be cool if we all showed up as different versions of Hugo Weaving. Red Skull <laughs> would be cool for for the played one. He would get... But I don't want to be Red Skull, though. Like, he... Yeah. You did V for Vendetta. You could be V for Vendetta. Yeah, that was cool. It'd be that, Chad. It's a Wachowski movie, too. Oh, yeah. Wait. Wait, is it? Is it? Yeah. Wasn't V for De- Vendetta a Let's Wachowski film? Let's say. It has that vibe at least. There's they you know what? I'm gonna show up as I'm showing up as Natalie Portman instead. No. I'm just doing that. James McTeague. But wait, the Wachowskis wrote it. Oh, okay. Oh okay. I had no idea. Good pull, Dom. I had I had virtually zero idea that they wrote that one. Well that's well when you get to the Matrix Raves, you you're gonna have a lot of ideas, my friend. Because that's what the Matrix will do to you. Okay, so the Hugo the Hugo raving will be everyone in the <laughs> Matrix garbs. <laughs> Fucking great. And then the three of us is different Hugo Weavings and no one else is allowed to be Hugo Weaving, so they know. I think it's now, now there's a third wait, a third rave. Hugo Raving is now a third Hugo rave. Raving. Okay, <laughs> sure. The Rave Walker. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of costumes with Hugo Weaving, and I think it would make for a really sick rave, like a really cool I think rave. it would be cool because the, the three of us will be like time-shifting. Like mm-hmm. going as three different Hugo Weavings, and he's at a rave. So, like, you know, whenever there's a rave, Hugo Raving's got a he's got he's got at least one costume for it. You know? Sure, sure. Uh, you also could go. I'm just going down his IMDb. You could be his great character Thaddeus Valentine from Mortal Engines. Remember Mortal Engines? Oh. That sounds super familiar. What was that? Chad, you were interested in that. You were the only person I heard talk about that movie. I so wanted to see that movie. It's the, like, based off a book where I I guess the cities are on giant tank treads and they eat other cities. It sounds nuts. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) It's like Bioshock tanks or something. I don't know. Mm. Who was Hugo Weaving and Babe? Was he the bad guy? He played the pig. What? Yeah, he did all the mocap for the pig. Oh, okay. Uh, that's how he got his <laughs> his uh, Andy Circus beginnings there in that movie. Well, yeah. Well, Andy Circus <laughs> got the idea from Hugo raving because he was method too. He was like, "Babe is nude. I'm nude." Oh yeah, and they they made him put dots all over. Him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those are my pig spots, and he rolled around in the mitt and his own shit and mud, and everyone's like, "We got to go with it." It's Hugo weaving. George Miller was like, "Thank God we're putting CG." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, did you guys hear that Andy Serkis is going to be the worm in Dune? Uh, you know what? I did hear that. I don't know if that's real or not. He's been rolling around outside a lot. He's, <laughs> been, pra- he's been practicing his role. He just keeps eating more and more dirt, just trying to get to become a worm. I was like, I must understand how this works. I, re- I realized why I'm excited about Andy Serkis, and it's because he's doing the Venom sequel. <laughs> is he? Uh, yeah, he's directing it. Um, no, sure. if you if you go, I went back recently and watched uh, 
uh, Fellowship and Two Towers. Mm-hmm. It, it's so funny the, the like because Gollum was such a huge you know achievement in tech, mm-hmm. and um, you know as you saw the film, it was pretty amazing. But looking back, it is like like the cringiest overacting I've ever seen in my life. Really? I mean, Andy Serkis is not a good actor. He's unbearable to me. I cannot stand looking at him because <laughs> um, he's always like cartoonishly peeling his face one way or the other. Anyway, um, peeling is not the right word, but that's the word <laughs> he's got. just pulling off his skin. He's, well, he is. He's pulling off his putting new characters on, slapping them on. He's kind of got uh, like a he's got like an over exaggerated Peter Laurie thing going on. Sure. Yeah, but like, but like, especially in Gollum, it's like the worst kind. Anyway, my other verdict of that was, uh, Fellowship is so good. Two Towers kind of sucks. What? That's the Battle of Helm's Deep. But Helm's Deep is like all the way at the end. It's like walking. The, the it's like sad. It's like the sad walking movie to Helm's Deep. And Helm's Deep is cool, especially with that buff orc who's like gonna go blow up the wall like yeah he takes good. two arrows in the shoulder and just keeps on going oh, yeah plenty of great stuff plenty of great <laughs> stuff in two towers <laughs> however it is like the sad walking movie and the sad tree talking movie it is like really slow and boring coming off of fellowship fellowship bangs i so love i love fellowship uh two towers is great though when they do uh destroy the tower Sauron's uh, tower, <laughs> the, the the titular one of the titular towers. When, when they do destroy the tower, tower one, and uh, <laughs> and they and they smoke all that sweet weed in it. That's a cool part. Yeah, when they they when they discover Sauron's weed stash, all his long bottom leaf. Which you know he was talking a lot of trash to Gandalf about smoking he that did. long bottom leaf, <laughs> and then they found all that long bottom leaf in his tower. Get real. Get real, bro. I remember looking up in the Wikipedia for Lord of the Rings that like one of the this factoid that that Saruman uh, smoked the same type of weed that Gandalf did because he thought Gandalf was really cool. <laughs> and like, I love that detail so much. It's all I ever think about with Saruman that he's just like the dude who's trying to steal Gandalf style and yeah. not and act like he's the guy in charge. I love the idea of a wizard giving in to peer pressure. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like Gandalf shows up with like new shoes and then Saruman's like, well, shit, God, now I gotta build those fucking shoes. Yeah, but Saruman was white and then freaking Gandalf went white. So, hmm, what do you know? Who's posing who? That's true. Table's turned. <laughs> uh, just uh speaking of christopher lee and this will be the last tangent that i go okay. on before we we can get into our we can get into our fun today okay uh i've been uh doing some streaming uh some streaming some movies if you mm-hmm. want to watch mm-hmm. one uh twitch.tv slash uncle creature and i showed uh taste the blood of dracula this past week oh, which was cool. a lot of fun to watch chris lee uh as dracula oh. apparently he loves Lord of the Rings, would read it every year, and apparently mm-hmm. he had the idea for Sauron in his mind, and when he got the role, he's like, I know exactly how I will do it, and I thought that was cool. I used to watch the behind-the-scenes stuff for Lord of the Rings all the time, and his his like he nerds the fuck out throughout that, dude. He goes off. He says well, like, yeah. exactly what you were saying, Dom, that he's just been like brewing up this character for decades. Well, right, cool. he, he's the he's also got that sick ass metal band where he voice like is the lead singer for because he says he's like the heir of Charlemagne. Oh, really? 
Wait, do you not know about Christopher Lee's metal band? Well, the only part that I know is the deleted scene where he did have the metal band in Lord of the Rings and the orcs played the instruments behind him. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know about that. I'm going to look that up on the DVD immediately. It's that's, the, that sounds it's super cute. It's only on the extended features uh, DVD. Okay, I think part of... Sh- like, if you don't know listening to this, that Christopher Lee has a metal band, go check it out because it's like... 30-year-old dudes who play metal and Christopher Lee, and those dudes are all just stoked to play metal for him, I think. Um, yeah, it's like one of those projects where they approached him and he was like, sure, why not? This is a great idea. Yeah, and there's there's something about like him being the heir of Charlemagne and that this is his like declaration. Oh, yeah, the band's called Charlemagne by the Sword and the Cross. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's. I don't know if it's like good metal. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts or someone who knows music better to to weigh in on it, but... I mean, it's Christopher Lee. Uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen, I haven't, I, I think I listened to it when it first came out, but um, I'm sure it's Christopher Lee. I'm sure it's Christopher Lee. I'm sure it's him. <laughs> you remember when he was the villain in in the Stupids? He still brought it. He still brought it. Oh, he didn't. He never didn't bring it to a movie, and that's the best <laughs> part about Christopher Lee. We're doing an adventure today, aren't we? We are doing an adventure, yeah. I heard you uh, pulled a very special one. Well, uh, yeah, you know, last month uh, or so, we pulled our wonderful uh, supporters on Patreon, uh, and they voted on our next adventure book, and there was a dead even tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've already covered the previous book, which I believe um, uh, was the Vampire Poodle uh, Massacre, whatever that one was called. It was Taste of Blood. Taste of uh, taste of, of Dracula's blood. Yeah, taste of yeah, Dracula's that's blood. That's pretty much what it was. <laughs> it was get kids to drink blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other dead tie, uh, forty votes each, was anamorphs alternamorphs. It couldn't have gone better for you, Chad. Well, I don't remember these at all. I read these, so I can't tell you what you're in for. Well, they have the deep animal lore in them, though. Uh, yeah, though, here's, listen, I just want to give you guys, like, two asterisks before we start this, this book. I, oh. I, I already picked up the title. Okay, right? okay. Uh, the, the reviews of these, these books are not kind. Animorphs is amazing, if you're not familiar with the series of young kids who get alien technology to be able to turn into, to native animals to fight back yeah. against the Yerk aliens. Great series. The animal morpher lore is deep, I know that. Oh, this is an extensive lore, for sure. The reviews on these two alternamorph books that exist are very frustrated with the lack of canon and and the choices that are presented to us. So this could be a wonderful shit show. I'm very excited. I'm excited to see if you get mad. I'm ready. I'm ready to animorph. (laughs) Chad, Uh, Chad, I have been in quarantine for months. Take me on an, an adventure in my brain. Help me escape this quarantine now. Okay, and though for those curious, we are jumping into, because there's only two, because they stopped making these, uh, Alternamorphs number two, The Next Passage. You have been chosen. You are the sixth Anamorph. Are you ready? Were there only five? There were only five. Okay. Wait, yeah, right? Let's see. Jake, Cassie, Axe, Rachel, Tobias, Marco. Yeah, Okay. that's five. Cool. That's what cool. about Flim Flam? <laughs> <laughs> Flim Flam the Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't start as animals, Dom. They're kids first. <laughs> but okay, all right. Well, I, you know, I won't get into it. You know, Flim Flam was the first reverse animorph, Chad. I don't know how you don't know about that. <laughs> uh, 
I guess if you gave the Andalite cube to an animal, they could <laughs> they could gain the technology to become a human, and then they would just have a human brain. That'd be yeah. interesting. Flimflam, right, well, baby. That, that fan fiction exists. Flimflam. Flim I think Flam. If, the first thing if the first thing Flimflam would do was stomp on his enemies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the problem was Flim Flam had a very underdeveloped human brain when he morphed into human. So he just yeah. did, he didn't he only had the the bug brain. So he had the the his instincts were just to kill at all times. Well, yeah, that that's fat because they do a book where they become like ants, right? And they mm-hmm. talk about how they like lose control of their mind because like the the hive is taking over. Yeah. So the reverse of that would be freedom, human freedom, sweet murderous freedom. Sweet Murder's Freedom. I love that story. That's better than what we're going to do today, but I'm very excited. Uh, uh, general rules. Uh, we go until we die enough times that our spirit is broken, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Paul and Dom, you guys will be a uh, asynchronous boy, the sixth Animorph. Should we do it like we did last time, where we're each a half of the brain? Or actually, sorry, we started as a half of a brain, and then we decided light brain and dark brain. Should we do that again? I got a proposal. Yeah, let's hear it. You, instead of doing right brain, left brain, one of you does the human side, and one of you does the animal side. Okay, I'll be the human, because okay. I know I know Dom wants to be the animal. Okay. Yeah? Okay. All right, uh, let's see. Starting off this book, uh, acknowledgments. Uh, no, skip those. <laughs> I don't, want, I don't, no, I don't wait, acknowledge uh, Wait, hold on. People. Read the acknowledgments, and we will decide if they are acknowledged <laughs> or not. <laughs> We'd like to thank Emily Costello for her help in preparing this manuscript. Mm. What, do you think an- what do you think, Animal Brain? Uh, we're going to let that go. We're going to let that slide. All right. <laughs> please, please tap the book on her name and let her know that she has been acknowledged. Yeah, I, I, that feels less of an acknowledgement. Yeah, that feels like a weird place to put that. Uh, okay, introduction. I guess there's an introduction. My name is Rachel. Who am I? Just a kid. A kid with divorced parents and two little sisters. Mm-hmm. I go to school, do my homework, hang out with my friends. If you saw me, I bet you wouldn't look twice. Just another suburban mall rat. Nothing special. Funny how that sounds like an insult. I bet you hate being ordinary. I bet you long for something to make you feel different and special. You're probably just waiting for something exciting to happen to you. Be careful what you wish for. One night, something exciting did happen to me. I was given a weapon. A wonderful and awful weapon. <laughs> Okay. The ability to morph, to change from an average kid into an animal, into a bird or insect. This might just be the summary of what the show is like. We could also skip this part. <laughs> well, it uh, sounds like we're finding out that it sounds like we're finding out what the beginning of Flim Flam's life was like right now. <laughs> yeah, what it what, what happened? <laughs> what the hell happened to Flim Flam? Sure, uh, this is the, the the prelude into Flim Flam. Sure, only five human beings possess this weapon. Me, Cassie, my best friend. Jake, my cousin and our leader, Marco, our own personal clown, and Tobias, our lost soul. <laughs> Five humans unique in all the universe. Guess that makes us pretty special. But along with the power to morph came a mission. Save the world. Uh, I'm not kidding. What's wrong? <laughs> that's what's wrong? What's wrong? I got <laughs> I have my own things to do. <laughs> my own bugs to get even with. <laughs> <laughs> See, Earth is being invaded by the Yerks, aliens with weak, repulsive bodies, slugs. Whoa, body shaming on that. Jeez. <laughs> the Yerks want our human bodies, our strong legs and hands, our sensitive ears, mouths, and eyes. 
They are taking over human hosts. <laughs> our wieners and, and our boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I just want to. I just want to rip open my dick into someone. I don't, sorry, I don't know what that means. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. But that's what, to... that's what Flim Flam is going to be like. He's going to be like, what am I going to do with this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so we fight. The five of us humans and Axe, an alien kid, an Andalite. The Andalites battle the Yurks throughout the galaxy, a war on too many fronts. One day the Andalites may send reinforcements to Earth. Until then, we fight alone. Each battle changes us, transforms us on the inside as much of our outside. War is not a video game. In a real war, you make desperate decisions and deal with desperate consequences. All right, they're really fluffing this up. Okay, kids, we get it. You're in a yeah, great. You're in a galactic <laughs> war. <laughs> to be, f- I to like. Be fair, I do like. I do like that they were like a war on too many fronts, so they involved children from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you spill blood, and your blood gets spilled. You brush oh. up against death. You change. You're warped until ever being average and ordinary again is an impossible dream. What would you do if you were given the chance to be different, unique, extraordinary? If someone offered you the ability to morph, would you take it? And if you did take it, how long do you think you would survive? This is your chance to find out, Flim Flam, but I'm warning you. (laughs) Think about it first. Think deeply. Ask yourself, can you handle it? Uh, now let's just close this book and be on with it. <laughs> I got too challenged. The book was too challenging. Maybe that's why they stopped at this one. They were like, you really freaking challenged these kids at the beginning of the book. No one read it. Oh, shit. I saw some crumbs over there, Flim Flam. You want to go get them? <laughs> oh. And a more. All right. Are you guys ready for the real first chapter? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The new kid. You know the part. Played it half a dozen times. Your first day at a new school. The kids gave you curious glances. A few say hi. Most don't. A concerned teacher assigned some suck-up to show you around. Help you find the cafeteria and the bathrooms. The only kids paying attention to you are the ones who you wish would leave you alone. Losers. Two friendly types. The normal ones are too busy with their lives to worry about some new kid. Lunch. You eat it alone at the corner of some cafeteria table. You can't wait to get out of there. To get off somewhere by yourself and blow off some steam. The final Jesus. bell is salvation. This is like noir-ass beginning here. Yeah, you're, you walk through the lonely streets of, of Hall. You head out on foot, exploring your new town. Not so different from the last one. Dunkin' Donuts, Burger King, Walmart, Home Depot. A wall, a mall with the usual stuff inside. Mrs. Fields, The Gap, Express. Are those still around? <laughs> Express? You oh, yeah. Yeah, the Gap may okay. be closing. The Gap may be closing, which is ironic in its name. Baby Gap is definitely gone. <laughs> <laughs> no one's having babies. You don't want to go in there. Don't want to face another crowd of strange faces. Instead, you dodge traffic and head into an abandoned construction site. Oh, On yeah. One maybe, end, maybe we'll see someone sucking hole here. <laughs> <laughs> or a dead body. <laughs> You do this every town. You go to the first railway and just look for a dead body. <laughs> Gotta find a dead body or some hole sucking. <laughs> on one end, a highway. Bands of trees on either side. On the far end, a broad field. A deserted place. A ghost town. A great place to be alone. You pull your dick out. You kick around <laughs> for 10 minutes. <laughs> no. Whoa. Hey, he's a teen. He's figuring out his body, man. Don't shame oh, okay, him on that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a it's a victimless crime if you're just alone in a in a in a warehouse just jerking it. Uh, okay, all right. Victimless <laughs> if the warehouse is abandoned. Okay, I only agree. if abandoned. 
you explore, checking out the big piles of rusted steel beams, pyramids of concrete pipes, deep pits filled with black, muddy water. A pile. I of drank gravel. the water. <laughs> 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 you, Sorry. You, you Sorry. die in 20 years. Turn into flim flam form and swim on the water. The, bu- the bug cannot swim on that dirty water. You're going to go straight to the bottom, Paul. No, a beetle can swim forever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would know. <laughs> you pick up a rock and let one fly. Thwonk. The rock hits the concrete block with a satisfying noise. After a couple dozen throws, your aim even starts to improve. <laughs> thwonk. 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 You're just you're just throwing rocks at concrete? Okay, sure. Yeah, like that we 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 went to school and then we wandered around town and threw rocks at concrete. Sounds like a kid. <laughs> You land three rocks in a row right on the same spot in the concrete. When the third hits, the concrete crumbles. Weird. That stuff is usually pretty strong. Whatever. Time to head home. Dinner with mom and dad. Homework. Then the same grind tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow someone will talk to you. You're heading out of the lot when you see it. A small box nestled down inside the concrete block that fell apart. Oh, that's right. They buried it in the foundation of that building in the first book. Sky, or anyway, Sky Blue. Oh, my God. He's got all the... He knows the lore. He knows the lore, <laughs> He knows the lore. He knows. You thought you see this, this block. Sky Blue. Very plain. Small. Maybe five inches to each side. Something about it draws you closer. You glance over your shoulder before you yank it out of the block. The box feels heavy for its size. You feel something when you pick it up. Something like an electric charge. Only it's not painful. You hold the thing up to the fading light. There's writing on it. There's a lot of you sentences, by the way. It's just like yeah. very much like you. It's it's they're, like the adventure game. They're trying to draw me in, but is it working? Let's find out. <laughs> There's writing on it. Not English or any language you recognize. Maybe it's Greek or Egyptian. You slip the box into your book bag. The thing looks valuable. You wonder how much you can get for it on the internet. As soon as you get home, before dinner even, you post a few messages. The blue box is available to the highest bidder. Wow, you like flipped that immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We went to flip forum or <laughs> like, <laughs> just seems kind of crazy. A kid knew how to do this. Anyway, go on. Uh, chapter two. Day two at the new school. Some guy named Marco insists on eating lunch with you. Not much better than eating alone. Guys, that's Marco from the books. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Chapter two. Don't we get don't we get to make choices? Yeah, where's are we our... just being read a book? What is this? I don't know. At some point you're gonna make wait, a choice. Wait, is it gonna say jump to page XYZ or some shit? It better. Let's let, let, I guess let's continue with chapter two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got Marco here. He's our clown, right? Mark Marco is the the Carlos of the uh, uh, magic school bus. Okay, you know? uh, all right. Likes likes to make a quick uh, quick crack uh, a joke. Okay. Uh, his favorite animal form, I believe, is gorilla. He loves turning into a gorilla. Not important. Okay, not important. Okay. <laughs> you can't wait to get home. That morning, there was already an answer for the for sale notices you posted on the internet. A guy says he wants to see the box. Says he'll pay good money. You wrote him an email. Set the timer on the computer so that he'd get your address right before you got home. What? Smart, I guess. Yeah. Um, you could time okay. email? Last, yeah, I guess. That's a very advanced kid technique of a cute email. What is this kid? This, this, uh, this is Flim Flam. It's Flim Flam's got a, a lot of... You guys are very tech literate. I didn't know Flim Flam was so techy. Cool. <laughs> he landed on a few magazines. <laughs> he, he picked up a thing or two. He, he read a couple of Newsweeks. They were pretty, they were pretty insightful. You rush out of the building, get home early, and do your business. Weird. 
One problem. <laughs> one problem. You're in the door about two seconds when you know something is wrong. Your dad is home early. You can hear him talking to someone upstairs, and it doesn't sound good. You take the stairs two at a time, bound into your room. Your dad is standing feet wide, pointing a service revolver at something. Jesus Christ. Something about the size of a retriever with eight stumpy legs, blue and tan fur, a scorpion tail, and two <sighs> arms. The thing is alive, growing and changing right before your eyes. Oh my God, it's Scragus. <laughs> Some kind of alien, your father explains. An alien? No way! Yes way. You freeze, amazed. The voice is coming from inside your head. What's even weirder, it sounds vaguely familiar. Listen to me, the voice continues. (laughs) Things are about to get really ugly around here. The two of you need to hide. Hide? Why do we have to hide, you demand? Because the alternative is to be dead. Ding dong! The doorbell is ringing. Your father doesn't flinch. He's military trained. He still has the gun. I thought your dad was calling him a ding-dong. I thought so, too. Also, Axe doesn't have eight legs. He has four. He's like a horse. I, weird. Okay. I, I like that you know his voice, too. You were, like, right into his voice. You're like, he's, he's very, yeah, he's very, uh, like, Abe Sapien, I okay. think, in my okay. mind. Mm. That's what it, yeah, yeah. Uh, your father still has his gun trained on the alien. It has stopped growing and changing. Now it resembles a blue and tan deer with a wicked scorpion tail. Yeah, see, tail it's is- just facing. It's just going through its faces. Oh, you're right. No, it's probably a bug at some point, and then it was morphing back. Mm-hmm. Idiotically, you're wondering if the door is for you. Could be the buyer for the blue box. Then, blam, blam, your father is shooting. Oh, my God. At what? Oh, my gosh. Crap. <laughs> the alien swings his tail. We, ju- we jump in front of the bullets. <laughs> <laughs> We turn into flimflam, sm- our small flimflam form, and swirl around the bullets and use our small bug lake power to fling them in the opposite direction. Oh yeah, to to to, to change the trajectory. Change the trajectory. Yeah. I think they do that in B movie at some point. I think that sounds right. Uh, so uh, the gun goes flying. So does one of your father's fingers. Hey, okay. you cry. Ah, your father yells. There's Crunch. dismemberment in this already. Oh, dude, this is this is yeah. Listen, some fingers are going to get lost. Some organs might spill out. It's, oh this is going to be dark. rules. Wow. Downstairs, the door explodes in splinters. There is a severe house-shaking pounding as many large feet run up the stairs. Your knees are rubber. Your bowels jelly. <laughs> you and your father stare as two creatures leap into the room. They okay. have feet like a T-Rex, necks like snakes, large bird-like beaks, Three dagger-like horns protruding out of their foreheads, bent back legs, and very long arms. Did mm-hmm. they already say that? A curved horn blade on each wrist and elbow. More blades poking out of knees and off the ends of tails. They uh, remind you. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I would suck this thing's dick. I mean, it's <laughs> It's funny you say that, Dom, because the next sentence is, they remind you of the monsters from where the wild things are. And there you go. Yeah, I, I would let them dominate me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are fucked by way. These are hork You guys are, like, real screwed. Uh, 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 what are they? I told you to hide, says the voice in your head. The wild things are joined by another blue deer alien. <gasps> Something about him sends a chill up your spine. Somehow you know he is dangerous. Get out of here, you yell. Get out of here, the blue deer alien says. Why, you've hurt my feelings. I just received your primitive transmission, and I rushed right over. 
you want to buy the blue box, you stammer? Oh, yes, definitely, the alien says. I do, I do, and I'm willing to pay anything. Let's see, what could I offer you for the box? I will suck your dick. I know. (laughs) He whips his tail and presses the blade against your father's throat. I'll pay you your father's life. Axe, that is intense, dude. Um, Whoa. Um, so by the way, this is chapter three now. You guys have not made a choice. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, chapter- I don't know if you, I don't know if you make choices in this book. <laughs> I'm scrolling ahead th- a little bit. I think it. I think it just it just makes you the character, and that it's just like okay. And then your dad was like, I don't know if I want you to be an anamorph. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I approve of this. I had my gun loaded and ready just all the time. I already lost one finger, kid. <laughs> This is just a second-person perspective book? I, I guess so. <laughs> that may well, be I... why they stopped making them. <laughs> they were like, no, you idiots. You were supposed to... They were probably like, they gave it to a new editor. They were like, let this ding-dong freaking... Let this ding-dong make... Get this book made. It'll be easy. It's one of the choose-your-owns. And then they got it, and they were like, this motherfucker did not put in one goddamn choice. <laughs> Well, that's why it's called Alternomorphs. It's just another Animorphs book. Oh, my God. So what are we going to do? Well, there's there's a... <laughs> what are you going to do is a choice. I, I think there's a choice in this next chapter, but... I, is there I, really? Yeah, I, I scrolled ahead. There's a choice. Uh, okay. Oh, I, thank I, I God. I do think, like, middle school Chad would have been eating this shit up. I'm sure I read this and, like, was like, oh, my God, do I get to date Rachel? Oh, my God. Like, I bet I was so into this whole thing. <laughs> Uh, I turned into a dove and I land on Rachel's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> a very docile and dumb bird. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are not getting the box, says the other blue deer alien. You're confused. You just assumed all of the blue deer, deer aliens were working together. <laughs> what, you guys don't all work together? <laughs> These are like five giant aliens in your bedroom? Like, in your bedroom at least. All because you put the blue box on eBay. This is the plot of Transformers 1. This is what this is what happens to Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, you're oh. right. And we're rolling with it like he does. We're handling this well. <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't yelling, whoa, 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 nearly as much yeah. as Shia does. We're flim flam, dude. We got our shit together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then this human will be separated from his head. I understand that's usually fatal in humans. Sudden movement. Your father jerks his head back away from the alien's tail blade. Your our dad your dad is dope. Is by he the still way. bleeding out from his finger hole? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> Adrenaline's pumping, dude. He's okay. he is fighting these aliens. So's the blood from his finger. He's gone full ape. <laughs> you run straight at the alien, yelling, Let him go! Blam, blam, blam. Your father's in the corner, firing his gun with his left hand. He usually can't even hold a fork in that hand, but three circles appear in a wild thing's chest. Holy shit! Wow. What wow. happened? What happened? Well, you just down he goes. Sorry, just like no one ever just shoots a hork bajir in the books, I don't think. So that's, that's kind of cool. Dad fucking shot a goddamn alien. <laughs> I don't think there's like a single bullet gun in Animorphs besides like laser I don't pistols. think there's a single gun in any Goosebumps. This rules. They have actual <laughs> guns going off. <laughs> I kind of like that we're just there. I'm just listening. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'm simply vibing over here. This is, uh, this is a pre-Columbine world and that's the only reason that this can exist in this book. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, down, down the wild thing goes. Then a throaty roar. 
You turn to look. An enormous grizzly bear is coming through your bedroom door. And behind the bear is a huge orange and black tiger. You're crying and laughing all at once. This is insane. You wonder if you're going nuts. Suddenly you gag, heave. You're going to be sick. Maybe it's fear, but you're definitely freaking out. You turn your back on the wild, insane violence and run for the toilet. Okay, okay. so you push past all, right. all of them, I guess, and just mm-hmm. get in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You're just kneeling down on the tile when, crash, one of the wild things comes through the wall like a load of bricks. He leaps up, shakes himself off, and hops through the wall to rejoin the fight. Forget throwing up. Time to listen to the voice in your head and hide. You climb into the bathtub and cower. Why didn't we the get wall- the choose if we hide? <laughs> That's a very good point, Paul. Oh my god, there's so many points for chooses. There's at least at some point it should have been like, take the gun from your dad. That should have been a thing. There were so many points for chooses. Dad, no, you won't be able to live with killing an alien. I can. (laughs) (laughs) The wall between the bathroom and bedroom is reduced to to smashed two-by-fours and torn sheetrock. Hmm. Sheetrock is capitalized, which is weird. I guess that's a company. It's a character. It's a brand. (laughs) You can see glimpses of the battle raging in your bedroom. Your father crawls in. He wedges himself between the tub and the toilet. He follows the action in the next room, wildly pointing his gun here, there. This is is insanity. This is sheer insanity. (laughs) This is a mess. This is insane. One of the deer aliens begin to change. His skin and fur turn purple. His shoulders bulk out. Oh man, if Visser's changing, you guys are fucked. Two legs shrivel and disappear. The others grow bigger and stronger. Four arms sprout, two from each shoulder. I think you're turning into Goro. The arms are yeah, wrinkly. I was say. <laughs> the arms are wrinkly down <laughs> in the place where the hands should be. And instead okay. of hands, there are bony red points. Oh, this thing fucks you up. You better watch out, guys. I remember this one. The wrinkles. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we, we might be able to make a choice. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. The wrinkled skin at the bottom of the arm zooms right out like a rocket. The cone hits the remaining deer alien and knocks him to his knees. Instantly, the cone hand retracts and wrinkles up, ready to fire again. So you're like... I guess they're like, you know, like arm arm nipples that you're just like kind of like shoot like missiles. Yeah. Some, ha- uh, I wonder what this guy was watching. Probably some anime. <laughs> <laughs> now let's make this simple, comes a commanding voice in your head. I want the blue box. I will have the blue box or all of you will die. You scramble to your feet. The box is in your backpack. Fine, you shout. I'll give you the box. Just leave us alone. No, another voice in your head. You have no idea where the voice is coming from, but you know this message is meant for you. Listen to me, the new voice says urgently. I'm on your side. We can get you out of here alive, but whatever you do, don't give up that box. Guys, I what? think this is the voice of E.T. <laughs> I think it sounds like the it sounds like the good the good natured voice of E.T. It I, it's probably supposed to be like a teenage girl. It's probably supposed to be like Cassie or Rachel, but I'm yeah, I think I could be an E.T. I think it's yeah, it sounds like the candy loving alien that we all that we all adore, and that's E.T. Oh oh well this is interesting. Um so here's your first choice. What do you do if you turn over the box? Go to chapter four. Mm -hmm. If you refuse, go to chapter five. It's not pages. It's whole chapters. (sighs) Fucking refuse. Let's fight. We got our dad has a gun and he's already killed one of the things. (laughs) Fight. (laughs) He did. He did. He does still have the gun. Yeah, I I agree. Okay. Both animal and human minds say fight. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. They don't know what they're doing on Earth. We fucking we shoot here. We shoot to kill. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, you say defiantly, the box is mine. Attack, says an awful commanding voice in your head. No, wait, you say, but it's too late. The terrible purple nightmare monster, the wild things, the deer alien, the bear, the tiger are all focusing on you. You back against the tile wall, getting as far away from them as possible. The grizzly moves first. It bellows, lowers its head, lands on all fours, and runs straight at you, like a runaway train. Behind the grizzly, like heat-seeking missiles, comes two massive cone hands. Sorry, I just cool. had to process that. We are going to mm-hmm. die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all in like a room, right? A room of the house. They're heading straight for you. You close your eyes, but you can't close your ears. Wump, wump, wham crunch. Yeah, that's right. Wham crunch? Open, wham, wham crunch. Wham crunch. Wham crunch. The, the sound of death. <laughs> that's the sound of, that's the sound of our, our thin beetle carapace crushing. Above you you guys don't have the Animorphs power yet. I just want to clarify, I don't think. We're not a beetle yet? You know, you know what? I bet you guys are. I bet you guys touched the. No, when you picked up the box, you totally have the power. Right. You totally can be a beetle. Well, yes. they're gonna tell us what the hell we're doing and when we animorph and all that shit because we don't get any choices in this book. I, so go I, ahead I, and, <laughs> and read it. You open your eyes. The cone hands missed. Yes. Then womp. A mountain of bear sweeps you up and shoves you through the shattered plaster and glass. For one stunned second, you are flying. You can see the evening sky. A Did a bear burst. just throw us? <laughs> I think the bear. I think, the, I think the bear supermaned you. I, yeah, I think they're eating with us. Oh, uh, am, am I getting eating right now? <laughs> You windmill your arms, then wham! The air explodes from your lungs as you hit the ground. Your spine crunches. Teeth slam together. You fall backward and your head hits the ground. Whoop! Blackness. You wake up amidst the smells of hay, medicine, and animal poop. You're surrounded. No way. No way. <laughs> Is that a chat yeah. edition? No, that's that's in the book. You wake up amidst the smells of hay, medicine, and animal poop. Right. You're surrounded. Okay. Five kids standing around you in a circle. Solemn, tired-looking kids. One of them looks familiar. You're Marco, you say with a little laugh. We had lunch together today. Marco nods and gives you a little wave. The others introduce themselves. Jake. Is Marco the bear? Marco would be... uh, Rachel would be the bear, probably. Okay. Marco's the gorilla. Yeah, usually they're default forms. Usually. Uh, Rachel and X. They explain about the Yurks, about the invasion. You learn some vocabulary. The wild things are called Horkbajir. The deer aliens are are Andalites. What about my mom and dad, you ask? Marco walks over and stands right in front of you. Your parents are dead. Uh, (laughs) This this is actually actually just just as bad. Marco walks over and stands right in front of you. Your parents have been taken to a secret underground facility called a yerk pool. Picture a sludgy cesspool of a pond the color of molten lead. Horkbajir warriors will drag your parents out to the end of a pier. They will. Marco, Cassie says angrily. They will drag them out to the end of that pier, and they will kick their legs out from under them and force their heads down into the sludge. You stare as Marco drones on. His words (laughs) stab you in the gut. You don't absorb it all, but you understand your parents are slaves. Slaves of the saddest sort. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Nice job, aliens. Coming to Earth involving kids in your war. I don't know why slaves of the saddest sword is a really funny phrase to me. Um, 
It's such a weird writer phrase. Uh, yeah, like take... to, to 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 go ahead and to go ahead and deviate from other slaves, like yeah. other slavery. Slaves Southern slavery was. Oh yeah, no. Well, you know, this one is sad. This one is sad. <laughs> this is the sad kind. <laughs> uh, an intense anger hits you. A desire to strike back to send these Yurks back to wherever they came from. You want to save your parents. You have to. It's too late to help your parents. Jake says quietly. And as of now, you have no home and you can't go back to school. You do, and the Yerks will find you. It'll be you taking that long walk down the steel pier. Your mind can't grasp it. You try to argue to convince yourself it's just a trick, but they prove it to you. Axe, a disturbingly pretty boy, <laughs> turns into an, un- an even more disturbing looking alien. What you now know is an Andalite. There's some was really that the right? Was that the real writing there? Yeah, that's some yeah. interesting choice of words there. Disturbingly this book is pretty. fucking weird. <laughs> I, I do remember Axe had a human form. All I really remember is that uh, when he turned into a human, he loved Cinnabon. I thought that was really funny as a kid. Okay. But he's disturbingly yeah. pretty? I guess. Distur- disturbingly like, pretty. I would like what, to- What, like Jared Leto? Like, what does that mean? Oh, I guess that's kind of- He's kind of disturbingly pretty, right? Uh, <laughs> who do you- No. <laughs> who do you- I, don't, I think he's like really douchey pretty. Uh, that's just, that's the only way I think you can be disturbingly pretty. Otherwise, you're just pretty. Disturbingly like, pretty would be like, wow, if this person asked me to do an evil thing, I'll do it. Okay, so like vampire pretty, gotcha. Well, yeah. You know what? I would argue that like Betty Boop is disturbingly pretty. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, Chad. <laughs> you, know what I, you, know what, you know what I mean? Like she's she's supposed to be pretty, but she's a monster. Like that kind of thing. Okay. Is that a, a tough Chad, uh, hot take? I was gonna pick on you, but I didn't want to pick on you. Why, why pick on? Because I'm picking on Betty Boop. She's like 200 no, years was, old. I was gonna make fun of you and say that you you masturbate to Betty Boop hentai, but <laughs> no, I, I decided I never against would. it. I never I would. That's too it. disturbing. It's I would, I would, never I would be masturbating to real hentai. Okay, I don't need Betty Boop. Yeah. Uh, uh, why are her cheeks so big all the time? Okay, sorry. She anyway, used to be uh, a dog. <laughs> That's real. Speaking of animorphs, uh, she was originally designed to be a dog. That's why uh, Boingo, what is the character's name? Oh, I don't know. Her, her, her husband or her boyfriend in uh, the series, he is a dog, and she, she was originally supposed to be a dog. Oh, okay. What? And they were, they were like, what if we uh, do a little this, huh? What if she was uh, sexy, huh? <laughs> and they uh, they changed it. What if we, uh, what if we, dis- what if we disturb Yeah, this is real. This is real. This. Okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole on the internet later and not. She animorphed. It. Yeah. Yeah. She, try. She, good luck. Yeah. Good luck, Chad. <laughs> there is one nice thing about all this, Cassie says. There is a compensation for all the danger and all the fear. <laughs> We've got some illegal Betty Boop comics over here. <laughs> I don't know why they're illegal. I guess the government outlawed them. Well, anyway, no, you can't so. have kids have like dirty Betty Boop comics. That they're too young for that, right? That's you, true. That's true. <laughs> Any animal you can touch, you can become a dolphin, a skunk, a wolf. Are the three options? <laughs> a dolphin, a stingray, a just all the stuff they let you touch at the aquarium. <laughs> An elephant or a grizzly bear? Rachel says. A gorilla, a shark? Marco says. A tiger, a fly, a cockroach, Jake says. There you I go. get it. Any animal you guys are saying, guys, you continue on. <laughs> uh, any animal, any size, but only for two hours at a time. You could never stay in morph for more than two hours. Why, you wonder. 
and then you meet Tobias. He was trapped in his red-tailed hawk morph. Now he lives his life as a bird of prey. They give you a few hours to oh, think about it. So it, yeah, Tobias is real sad. So Tobias if, you, if sad. you work too long, you become your warg. Yeah, you get stuck in the warg. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Tobias and Rachel they like had a crush on each other and they wanted to kiss, but then he became a falcon and got stuck in a yerk pool and he couldn't get out, so he got stuck as a bird. And now him and Rachel are just like we can never be. Now she wants to kiss a bird. Now she wants to kiss a bird. Yeah, yeah. That was that was literally the arc of that book series. Uh, they give you a few hours to think about it. You take a walk in the woods behind Cassie's farm. You try to think, but your mind refuses to track. Your jaw hurts. Your back aches. You keep thinking about your parents. Unreal. Your whole world's shattered. Ruined. You feel hopeless as you head back to the barn. The others are waiting for you. I'm ready, you say. I'm glad they gave you a paragraph of thinking about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, we we wanted to come to the decision. <laughs> I need it if you're re- if you're gonna write this thing and make me feel like the kid. I better have all of the internal monologue of that kid. Yeah. Also, maybe like give you guys the choice to say yes or no, and then if you say no, they kill you. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm ready. You say. I want more options where I get murdered if I pick the wrong thing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, hey, hey, uh, don't count your eggs before they're hatched, Paul. This we're not done yet. No, oh, do I get the pick soon? I, I hope. I hope so. Hi, everybody. I just want to save y'all a few minutes. You touch a box. You touch a horse. You become a horse. You stumble back blindly, mesmerized by the sight of your feet exploding out of your shoes, growing, rounding, turning into hooves. Your body is getting longer, heavier. Womp! You fall okay. forward onto all fours. I have a question, Chad. I'm sure they had to answer this. What happens to your clothes when you anamorph out of them? I the think whole. they just always stashed them. Like I think that was an actual problem that they just. I think this seems yeah. like the type of book that would answer that question. That's all. That's why I'm asking. I, I. That's a good question, Paul. My memory is that like every time they ever like anamorphed, it was always kind of like they would plan out their mission, sort of thing. So it'd always be like, let's go about the base. They just yeah. let us a new timer accidentally have no clothes now that's a good point it's kind of like it's kind of like hazing it's like a hazing it's a hazing thing they're hazing us yeah they're probably like we've all seen each other naked so now we got to see you naked yeah. i think that's what it is right yeah that's it uh cassie leads you out into the pasture it's gray raining but the fresh air quiets the horse's mind without thinking you begin to run amazing you feel strength flowing through your legs you are back more power than you have ever known you run until your coat is sleek with sweat and rain. This is just a good, like, horse fantasy. This is just, like, be a horse. You a- Your anger over your parents gives you an intense adrenaline rush. That's enough, Cassie yells. Don't let the morph control you. You can't forget your two-hour limit. Suddenly, you have a new fear. How will you ever undo these changes? Will you ever be human again? The others are waiting, watching you curiously. How was it, Rachel asks. Fun, you admit. Cassie smiles at you. Morphing is We don't even game. get to choose if it was fun or not. They just right. said, we <laughs> right? said it was fun. I feel like they should have given you the option of an animal to morph into. Anything. I agree. Give me anything. This is boring. This uh, sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, here's the thing. That's the end of the chapter. Because uh, you go, no, it's a weapon, and I'm ready to fight the Yerks. And that's Can the end of the chapter. just skip to the next choice, and we'll just do the next choice? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, all right, here we go. Next chapter. Okay. I'm just going to skip to the last page to to guess where you are. <laughs> just try to figure it out. Okay. I'm uh, sure we can figure it out. It will be like 
like it, all, everything up to this point has just been introducing you to animorphs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This must have been like the like the budget animorph book at the book fair. They were like, "All right, you can't get animorphs. It's five dollars. You only have a dollar. Here's a, a book that sums up animorphs for you, and you're involved." That's true. Go, or or they were it. like, "Kids are bored at school, and they're not allowed to have video games, so we'll trick them into thinking this is kind of a video game, and they'll buy this instead." Yeah. Okay. I. Okay. I don't. I don't know what this is. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, they are the the kids are all talking, and then suddenly everything, time freezes. It all stops. Every sound, silence, the rain, the mm-hmm. barn full of animals, stop dead, frozen, still, motionless. Everything and everyone except for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I'm skip. Mm-hmm. I'm skipping ahead a little bit too. A raccoon stands up on its hind legs. Cool. You jump about two feet, especially when the raccoon walks through its wire cage. Simply passes through the bars like they're air. Oh, it's phasing. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The raccoon lumbers up to you and puts one black and white paw on your knee. He looks into your eyes and says, I am the Elemist. <laughs> the Elemist? Elemist. I... <laughs> are, are I believe you him. A- we choose to believe him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you an alien? You ask. In a matter of speaking, did you stop everything? You ask. Yes. How? From your perspective, I am an all-powerful being. Human perspective, however, is extremely limited. This goes on for a page as you ask him everything about how he stopped time. Hold on. This could be. This could be the aliens. Do you remember the UFO footage that came out a couple of weeks ago from the yeah. FBI? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, this could this could that's what aliens do. They defy our physics as we now know. Ah. Uh, you think so those aliens could, in that video were elemists? Yeah, they were elemists. Think about it. I, I believe that I, I I vaguely remember this guy like later in the series as like a great gazoo, but I don't remember anything he does. Uh <laughs> uh What did I do? You have altered the strands of space time. But you don't even know what space... I don't know how we did this. Somehow we altered the strands of space-time, and we didn't even have any say in it. Fuck this book. (laughs) You can't make sense of it. Is something bad going to happen because of me, you ask? That depends. Depends? Depends on what? Your worth. You will take a test to measure your worth. What kind of test, you ask? Uh, It's a Scientologist. (laughs) (laughs) We will measure your thetan levels. Do, do well, and I will save your family from the Yerks. Do poorly, and you will die. What kind of test, you ask again? The threads disappear. The darkness disappears. Now you are floating in a plain white void. Choose. You look down. In your hand is a remote control with two round buttons. One is marked A. The other is marked B. Oh my god! That's all the context you're given. Nothing else. Fucking sucks. It's just two (laughs) boring buttons. There's no. We didn't skip any conversation about like what the buttons do. All the exciting stuff just happens. It's just pick a path. Pick a path. All right. All right. Because okay, sure. Yeah. I mean, pick a random button, Chad. Because I don't give a fuck which button we pick. You guys have to pick the letter. I can't do it. Hmm. Gonna have to go with B. Gonna go have to go with B. I really thought you were gonna go for, with A for animal because you're the animal. Beast, <laughs> but okay. I went. I went B for beans because all animals like beans. Okay. <laughs> sure. We're Did you know that ch- an avocado is a giant berry? <laughs> I learned that today. 
That is, is inter- more interesting than everything that's happened in this book. <laughs> I, thought I don't that- know. Dad was shooting aliens. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> this thing started out at 10, and there was only down from there. Dad yeah. just got his finger ripped off, and he, fu- and he killed an alien with a gun. A raccoon yeah. just asked us to pick A or B. <laughs> On a remote control. <laughs> I also wish that Marco had been like, "Oh, did your dad lose a finger? Oh yeah, they won't keep him around. He's dead. <laughs> oh yeah, they won't take they won't take him because he's no not good. A, they need a peak specimen. It's like they need all soldier ten. or whatever. If you you mm-hmm. get your eye blinded, they can't use you. He's a hell of a shot though, even with that missing finger. So maybe they <laughs> he is. Uh, so you pick you picked B. Uh, the white void vanishes. You're in a forest surrounded by trees and massive shoulder-high ferns. Please be what I think this is. Bright, buttery sunlight filters through the leaves. Buttery <laughs> sunlight. <laughs> buttery. I love when I get sunlight on me and it's buttery and it makes me feel all slick and oily. It's slippery and I slip around. <laughs> sometimes I fall onto sometimes I fall onto the pavement and start sizzling after it's on me. <laughs> <laughs> You jump. A grunting, snuffling sound is coming from behind you. You hear branches being pushed back. Something moving, something big. What's that? Cassie asks apprehensively. I guess she's just with you now. Axe turns in a slow circle. Tail blade ready. I'll check it out, Tobias offers. He flaps up through the trees. Crash, crash. Still behind you, but closer. Roar! Wham, wham. The ground shakes with the impact tremors. Something is coming. Run, Tobias shouts. You don't have to be told twice. Crash, crash, crash. The earth trembles. You have to fight to stay on your feet to keep moving forward. That's how it was written. <laughs> Good delivery. Great delivery. Thank you. Wow. You glance back. What you see almost makes you pee in your pants. No you're way. Be- yeah. You're being what chased by. <laughs> you're being chased by by a reptile, but it's a reptile of a Godzilla movie. It's half the length of a football field and the size of a small house. Its jagged teeth glimmer wetly. T-Rex, you mutter in horror. Impossible. Crazy. And only a few feet away. Hmm. <laughs> Run. Your heart is hammering against your rib cage. Your skin is covered in cold sweat. You're screaming, crying as you flee. Why did you? Why did this take you to dinosaur times? Leaves slap your face. Twigs whip your bare arms. The others are ahead. You, you We're catch- getting beaten by by nature. <laughs> <laughs> also, every step you take in this prehistoric forest is destroying humanity in the butterfly effect. Oh, Why yeah. did this buttery sun make me so delicious? <laughs> <laughs> Marco was just unborn. <laughs> <laughs> A root catches your foot. You're flying, tumbling, then, ah, you hit the ground hard. You can't breathe, can't move. You're frozen from sheer panic. Down comes the T-Rex's head. Hungry eyes lock on your gut. You can feel the heat of breath on your face. It smells rancid. This is the end. You squeeze your eyes closed then. Choose your morph. Cockroach our wolf. Wait, it gave us the choice? We actually have a choice? This is the voice in the head. The eldest. What are you doing, you yell? Trying to get me killed? You open your eyes expecting to be safe. Except to see the world on... Expecting to see the world on pause. Hurrah! In inches away from your nose, powerful jaws roar open. You see rows of teeth, a sofa-sized tongue. Ah! you scream. Crunch. The T-Rex chomps its jaws a hair's width from your right ear. You grab your ear with both hands, crying, trembling. Choose. If you go roach, go to chapter 19. 
If you I go mean, come wolf, on. go to chapter 26. We're, fl- we're flim flam. We know where we're going, right, Dom? Yeah, we're, we're going to Roach. I, th- I think that's the smarter choice. Yeah. I would agree with that. You don't stand and fight with the T-Rex. Uh, uh, you roll, stumble to your feet. What good is a roach morph? What good is any morph now? T-Rex is going to turn you into dinner before you have a chance to morph. The massive head comes down again. So close you can see the pebbly skin. Look into one dark, damp nostril. Instinctively, you dodge behind a tree. I guess you didn't morph. We should have morphed into a bug. We would have slipped between his gingivitis yeah. ass teeth, dude. He's got, man- <laughs> he's got all those big gaps between his, between his chompers. Why do you think they died? Gingivitis. That's smart. You focus some small part of your brain on the roach. Imagine the small, easily compactable body long to become it. That's a weird phrasing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Also, like, not to be a stickler, like, you never touched a cockroach. So, like, you wouldn't, you got to touch the animal before you can morph into it. <laughs> now, this, like, this is why we have Chad along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, it, this is, this is r- riddled with errors. A plot uh, hole. <laughs> wham, wham. It's coming around the tree for you. You can't hide. You can't outrun it. You can't morph fast enough. Only one chance. What's it going to be? You you run straight for the gaping maw, get splashed mm-hmm. by dripping dinosaur saliva, graze your back on the huge chin as you're vored. You run through dinosaur legs as we big as bored? massive. No, you, well, I thought you did, but I guess yeah. not. You run through dinosaur legs as big as massive columns under a belly that rises above you like a low slung pebbly gray ceiling. The T-Rex can't reach you, can't get its massive head under its legs. It leaps up and spins around, turning almost gracefully, except for the tree it knocks over with its tail. As you run, you're starting to shrink. Four feet. Three and three quarters. Three and a half. (laughs) Looking down at your feet, you see your chest covered with an armored plate of brown cockroach shell. It's disgusting, but at least it means the morph is working. Your fingers melt together. Next time you look, they formed a single, many-jointed bug leg. Splout! Splout! Antenna jump out of your forehead as you run out from under the T-Rex's tail. Mm -hmm. Your body is growing clumsy as your legs start to thin. Three and a quarter feet. Three feet. Two and three quarters. Stop counting. Oh, my God. I cannot stand writing like that. It's not exciting. (laughs) God, I feel the page. It's just listing listing measurements. It's not not exciting, no. No, it's not. Uh, (laughs) Your waist pinches together. The lower parts of your body swells to form a bloated insect abdomen. Your skull melts away is an awesome phrase. Finally. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Your ears and hearing fade, making the roar of T-Rex sound far away, which is a good thing because the T-Rex is close. It is patiently sniffing through the ferns, searching for you with its Buick-sized snout. The roach mind bubbles up at the same time. Extra legs suddenly pop out of your chest. I'm cool, the roach mind seems to say. (laughs) The roach is happy under the ferns. I think that a roach would always be saying that about itself. I'm cool. I don't care what anybody says. (laughs) (laughs) Then... Chomp! It has you. Up, up you go. A two-foot roach impaled on an even bigger dinosaur tooth. (laughs) Two foot, five feet, ten feet into the air. (laughs) Wet, pink, warm. You're in T-Rex's mouth. Lolling in a pond of spit just under its slab of a tongue. Damn, same every day. You hear me? People out there lolling lolling in a pound of spit. (laughs) 
<laughs> Somehow you managed to keep your concentration to keep morphing. Now you are a foot long, half a foot. One gulp, two gulps. You pop free of the massive tooth. You're ripped practically in two, but somehow you're still alive. T-Rex clamps down, but now you're more roach than human, and the space between the dinosaur's teeth and gums sings like a huge pink cavern. Chad, I have to stop you for Are a second here. Are we dead? Tell me we're we dead. Ha- we, 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 let's just have a conversation about how much <laughs> this writing blows. <laughs> <laughs> Like, none of this was exciting. Just saying, you turned into a cockroach, you almost were eaten, you know, like... And then you hung out in the mouth for a little bit. You don't think being bored by a T-Rex is at least, like, worth putting in my diary today? Mentionable, unmentionable thing. I mean, it should be written, but, like, not in this way, where it's like, first, this happens, then that happens, ten, two, five, this happens, (laughs) then that happens, two, (laughs) divided by six... You know, it's just like freaking making me want to, you know, pass away, honestly. I want to be swallowed. <laughs> Bore me. Bore me, T-Rex. <laughs> uh, I, I did w- suspect this might happen as I was reading through the reviews. There were a lot of angry Animorphs fans about how bad Alternomorphs is and how Kay Applegate doesn't write these, apparently. It's just, a, it's, well, definitely. I mean, I would think that she has a little bit more of chops on this, or this is a first draft. Because, like, as we said, a couple of those word choices were uh, surprisingly bad. Lolling in a pond of spit. That's, a, like, almost a, a poetic phrase. Damn, yeah. I punched it up with a pound of spit. Yeah. Yeah. That, oh, I, I like that more, Dom. I like that was a be- that was a better, that's more of a Tom Waits phrase, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. verse. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to know what happens to your cockroach? Uh yeah, let's hear that, and then let's maybe uh maybe we'll save the rest for Camp Goosebuds. That might be fun. And just finish. Yeah, yeah, see what the hell yeah. Happens. I was gonna propose that very same thing. You catch a flash of blue, green, brown. Thunk. You land on your back in the mossy soil, wiggling your legs in the air. You stretch, scramble, stretch, scramble, and flip. Oh my god! You're right side up and alive. Killing a cockroach is hard. And that's where we'll stop and take a break for this episode. <laughs> oh, you, you boys are a half-eaten cockroach in dinosaur times because an alien disguised as a raccoon gave you a button to push. Dared us to do it? <laughs> he really did. He's like, he's like, I'll either help you, your parents, or I'll kill you. Pick a choice. You uh, either got a pair or you don't. That's the life, kid, okay? Let's do this. That's what the raccoon said. Hit one of the like, buttons, right, go. Raccoon, this is a children's book. <laughs> I, think, I think we should stop there for this episode because at some point, your guys' brains are going to melt. And they already I did. Can, and I can only read footlongs for so long. They were melting. They <laughs> we were... can only read footlongs. <laughs> I was going to say, they were melting. It was one brain cell. Two brain cells melted. Three brain cells. <laughs> Three. Two combined and melt into four. <laughs> I, I always remembered like the transformation part of the Animorphs books being like kind of good body horror. Of, uh-huh. uh, it was feeling very visceral to have your organs just melt away or like body parts pop out of you. And, and mm. this, for some reason, I didn't feel it in this one. Not not so much. Uh, look, you pay that K.A. Applegate so much. How how much money you pay her? Look, uh, my my cousin Jimmy 
can do this, okay? Uh, what's how, how does this go? Uh, his arm turned into that bing. His uh, leg turned into that boom, okay? It ain't that hard, all right? Let my cousin Jimmy do it. I know what all the animals think. Like cockroaches, they're always cool. My cousin Jimmy cool. wants to be a writer. Just let him be a writer for just one book. <laughs> Jimmy, come over here. Name a couple animals. Oh, uh, the, the, the fish, uh, the, the monkey. Hey, see, you could go on all day like this. <laughs> I feel like we should just write Animorphs fiction more than read another Animorphs book. Let's but, write yeah. the fiction of how this book was greenlit. <laughs> that a man's Italian cousin wrote. I would like to read the Italian cousin fiction of, of these. The Italian stories. cousin. Uh, you want this book? It uh, fell off a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let, let's call that a, what, like a, this is the end of the first Matrix movie. You survived. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're uh, flying. Now we're flying. We're a roach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're flying as, what is it, uh, Rage Against the Machine starts to play as you fly yes. into camera. Uh, okay. I'm going to take a page out of Hugo Weaving's book, and I am not going to sign up for the next movie. <laughs> <laughs> Came full circle, baby. Hugo Raving is back. Hugo Raving, baby. Oh, <laughs> I would man. rather see you guys at the Hugo Raving. Um, I mean, l- listen, if you want us to keep reading this book ag- against all better judgment, mm-hmm. uh, you know, reach out to us on Patreon. Uh, you guys are the ones that voted for us. Again, if you go to patreon.com slash goosebuds. <laughs> you did this. You, this, <laughs> this is your fault. Uh, <laughs> you can go to our Patreon uh, pledging levels get you access to our Discord uh, you can vote on which books we cover next suggest books you can books. make horrible things like this happen to us yeah you uh, also uh, get a bunch of extra bonus perks as well but uh, yeah you, you control what we do you choose our fate more than this book did that's right yeah uh, guys how, how, how do you feel any final thoughts about <laughs> your adventure you know anything you want to we can't share. we can't take we can't take it back. No. We can't, we can't. take that back. I wish it I could happened. press I wish I could press A. <laughs> I I hope that A was like future times and suddenly you were just in the Jetsons for no A reason. was like the tits are out and they're all in your face. <laughs> <laughs> you turn into a a nippleless tit. <laughs> <laughs> because this is a PG book, baby. Uh well I, I still had a uh, even though this was a a nightmare. I still had a blast reading it for you oh, guys. Yeah, we had fun. Yeah, we had we fun had with fun. each other. We made it fun for ourselves. We we are entertainers. Let's be honest with ourselves. Oh, yeah. We uh, we're pretty good at this. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, what else do we have going on, guys? Uh, Dom, you mentioned uh, the the Twitch shows you're doing on Saturday. Want to yes. give one more shout out about that? Oh yeah, eight thirty on Saturday. Usually uh, PST. Uh, don't tell the cops. No narcs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Creature. Twitch TV slash uncle creature i also have a new podcast i've only got two episodes out because i'm doing other stuff and i haven't had the time to edit it but i'm doing a show called blank tapes with my friend Mm -hmm. scott you can find it on apple podcasts and at blank tapes pod on social twitter and instagram there you go and uh yeah blank tapes on uh podcasts check it out uh we Watch a blank tape that we find usually at a thrift store uh these these were all found pre-covid so 
You know, mm-hmm. these were natural. So, so they're safe. They're only cursed, but not you know, not contaminated. They right. are cursed. Yeah, some of them are fucking cursed. But um, we have two episodes up. We watched a little episode of Beast Wars. Oh, um and uh yeah we got more coming we, we got a fucked up one coming oh yeah yeah we watched we- uh this one uh it was labeled sue ann mtv okay and it was just like somebody for whatever reason i guess maybe like someone they knew was going to be on the news mm-hmm. it wasn't it was not mtv it was not like classic mtv unfortunately. Uh- but it was uh somebody recorded like good morning arizona from like 90 90- Oh, actually, I know the day. It's like July eighth, ninety eight. Okay, and um, and yeah, uh, just the darkest stuff is being reported on the news. It's like supposed to be this positive morning show, but it is it a is pitch day. black. One dark. You might have found a haunted tape, Dom. You might have found like a like an SCP tape. It's haunted in the sense that it captured our haunted world. Okay, it reflected yeah. our haunted world back to you. Yes, yes, oh. yes. Oh. Scary stuff. That's very, very cool. Paul, Paul, what you got going on? What's what's other stuff people should be checking yeah, out? Same old shit, man. We got pretend friends. We got continue. We got all that stuff. Uh, that's yeah, that's it. I mean, go check out pretend friends. That's what I'm gonna pi- I'm gonna put out there for people to check out. If you if you like the RPG episodes of this of this podcast, you'll love the the pretend friends podcast. It's a lot of fun. It's goofing on, around with your buddies. It's going into space and killing everything we see. <laughs> no, actually, we don't kill everything. We're pretty good at at uh, befriending things. So if anything, Paul, I feel like your character gives life more than takes life. More, I have put more lives into the world than I've taken in that show. That's for sure. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, please check out Pretend Friends. Uh, what about you, Chad? Uh, you know, uh, just trying to stay alive here in 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 COVID. Uh, I'm playing a bunch of Frostpunk. That game is fucking dope. Uh, it's it's very fun to. That game is fun. It's it's about like managing the last civilization on Earth as a as a deadly frost comes. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, as I'm like in Hollywood and no one's listening to like the mask you know rules mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. i'm fighting with my neighbors about having pool parties them they're the ones that want the pool party not me like yep it's it's very cathartic to go into a game where i can tell this last 600 surviving members of humanity of we're turning the heaters a little bit down today we got to save some coal all right just deal with it it's very like it's very nice are you going fascist chad uh i went faith religion which i i think okay. is a little bit easier to go mind fascism yes yeah, uh, yeah. D- is uh is is that DJ still blaring music on his street? Oh yeah, I he's every Friday my DJ my DJ four blocks your, down your personal DJ <laughs> my personal DJ. I found his Twitter account and everything, and I've just been like tweeting at him all levels of very nice to not very nice things of please shut the fuck up. But mm-hmm. I am I am not how many the followers hero this guy cool. have. Not not very many, not very many, and I I shouldn't say his name because it'll it'll lead to you know both attention to him and all that sort of stuff. But I I don't think I'm the hero of the story somehow, Dom and Paul. I think like you're a victim. I'm a victim, but like I hear people cheer every Friday night, and and mm-hmm. it's the music's so bad. It was like all <laughs> it was all like Will I Am last Friday. Oh jeez, <laughs> I got a feeling. It was yeah, that was one of them. Uh, and just a reminder, our Etsy store that launched recently is still going. Uh, print fulfillment has been going a little bit slower due to everything going on outside, but orders are being fulfilled. If you have any problems, you can always reach out to us. Uh, that's goosebuds.store.
New URL. We got it. We, we got, got the website, baby. <laughs> it cost we us $13,000, but we got it. <laughs> yeah, you guys got to buy like several thousand shirts to make up for it. <laughs> Please buy a shirt. Please. Chad might have to go work for this DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm learning archery to kill that man. I shouldn't say that on the podcast. <laughs> no, Chad, if they find an arrow in him, you're the prime suspect. I know, I know. Suspect. You know what? I just, listen, I, I'm just saying, if that happens, I'll, I'll go into the to the police station and answer some questions. That's You'll fine. hand in your bow. <laughs> Take out the police with a bow and arrow. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't bring a fully knocked bow and arrow into the police station. <laughs> you're going to lay no, set off the metal detector. Answers. This is wood. Well, I I walk in with a giant teddy bear like Arnold, but it's just a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sounds good. Uh, anyway, yeah, Goosebuds dot store, uh, and that's what's going on here. Uh, we're gonna have more cool episodes coming out very soon. Um, Dom and Paul, I I really appreciate you guys going down this journey with me. Hey, we're gonna continue down this journey if the if the camp wants us to. Yeah, if camp wants us to read more of this, I guess I'll sit there and listen to you guys. <laughs> I'm worn out. I, this is this wore me out. I'm sorry. It's, just, I, <laughs> it's I, tough being an animorph, man. Like tough, kids die tough. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted a gun. Give me a gun. <laughs> Give them a gun. Give them a gun. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time, boys. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. This episode of Goosebuds is brought to you by our wonderful Patreon supporters. They include these excellent, totally rad people. Stefan, Jive Turkey Kuwabara, Hollis Hornbeak, Buddy Morrill, Cameron Murphy Audio, Clayton C., David Cron, Fred Atkins, Josh Robertson, Michael McDowell, Mickey C., Mike Lanteri, Nathan Dilzal, Nick Hinkle, Alakade, Jared Mason, Jim Greaves, Mel Dipson, Not Too Pearl Henderson, Joshua Lopez, Zankeef, Afshin, Danky McStanky, Jennifer Bridden, Aaron T. Strong, Dango Twist, Victor, Brian Wells, Zentacles wears a mask because it's healthy and also makes him look like a sweet ninja. Preach it, Zentacles. Preach it. Becca McWilliams. Stealth Bates. Joseph Miranda. Patrick Reynolds. Robert Moon. Scott Colopy. Jason Crooker. John Keady. Jonas Blatterman. Or Jonas Blatterman. Third Sergio. Christina Doling. Clay Castle. Miguel Pardo. Still a pretty decent dog, generally speaking. Calf. Matt the Half Court Warlock Bachelor. Ishak Arafin. Matty, Matthew, it came from fan mail. Well, okay, yeah, we're using that now. Thank you. Reinfected. Sniggy, Tyler Penner, Alan Saylor, Chosen One, Cody Redfield, Gregory D. Warren, James Roy, Joe, remember to save early and often Scott, always smart, Mikey Jello, Paul Grasso, Sam Hash, Trans Rights, fuck yeah, Walter Frazier, Aiden Alexander Deese, Bradford Coulter, Dylan Vaughn, Jin K, Jonas Ingman, Rich Hilborn, Taylor Dierks, Toothless Berry, The Whistler, Bostowitz, I tried, I tried on that one for you, Joshua Jacobwitz, Justin Wagman, two in the slink, one also in the slink, all three in the slink then. Nasty. Cardboard Walk, 
Leviathan, Ryan Shell, the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, Tommy Gotti, Tommy Full of Murder Wasps, Hoey. Oh, dude, just, oh man, I'm thinking of you. Trendy Moron, Rug, Up and Champ, Alicia Gray, Connor Church, Vincent Modica, Luke Noodles, Keith Robinson, Anthony Kuwabara, Rock Graham, Hugh Bolin, Joe Gorman, Carl, Maloyster, Zam Bambino, Blake Alvarez, Elusive, Koala, Low Belly Hate Me, Yanni Markovina, Space Tiger, Beezus Christ, Boney, Brooke X, Christian Van Skyver, Corey Shelley, Jake Young, Jessica Zeibel, Joe, Brian Hobgood, Jeremy Lowe, Zach Connor, Anxious Serve, Nathan Remick, Devaldi, Foolish for Deborah, Jake H, Jordan Lockwood, Valhalla Black, Joe Spooky Digital Ghost, Tierney, Patreon underscore donator, yo, Reed Steubendick, Joey Evans, Tom Witham, Carewise Gamgee, John the Howling Eye Duda, Kevin Hamilton, Llama Consultant, Nicholas Johnson, Andrew making Mizo at home, Jadzak, dude, send me some of those. Actually, don't because the post office is barely working. Mm, Cameron Hansen, Eric England, Goose Time, Lord Cornwallis, Swagbumps Nightmare at Camp Yellow Squire, Andrew Evans, Cardamom Burkambino, Elizabeth Steenweg, Mike Roch, <laughs> gotcha, it's actually Spencer. Oh, hey, Spencer. Daddy's Happy Apple Boy, Etonamore, General Lee Depressing, Just Garrett, yeah, yeah, Anthony from Let's Watch Something, Goon Cahoots, straightforward, non-funny name for Dom. Sorry, straightforward. I'm taking them all today. Boss Garretson, Buffcat, Chris Pittman, Dan, Dylan Eads, Dylan McCann, Sean Minogue, SNES Chalmers, Egg Baby, Jacob the Rough-Handed, Calamity Carl, Germ Juice, John Pigeon Hat Barber, Jonas Evan Voldson, Chip Handsome, yeah, what's up, Marvel? Marvel says hi, Chip. Dak Prinky, Dr. Worm, Jared Nudie, Matt McKellen, Nick Johnson, R.L. Slink, Stink Lich, Zach Bush, don't you guys hate it when your stepdad makes you wash his hands for him after he just finished jacking his boner broth all over? I'm glad your Patreon username cut you off, but also, I kinda wanna know more of the story, I'll be honest. J.R. Chip, The Voyant, Claire, Stephen Day, Alex Moon, The Robot Doll, Caden Franklin, Sarah Kemp. What's up, Sarah? I got your message this week. Really appreciate it. You're awesome. Adam Morocco, Chili Dish, Gambino. Now I'm hungry for music and food. Jeremy Bowser, Osei, Ryan Carroll, Sadie Kitson, Tanya Turtle, Bad Vibes Jr., Brett, Daniel Hirschberger, Megan McCormick Mason, Robert Edward Hodgson Jr., Hood Lemon, Manuel Avilas, Mudbark, Ninja Breadman, S. Spencer Kimball, The Slink of Fate, Wacky Username, Adam Yagoo Cameron, Got Little Old Maw, Pretty Freak, Juan Jalapena, Ha, ah, a spicy name. Jimmy Soul, Muscles Bear, Parker Lee, Russell Gore, Ashley W, Chris Keeper of the Mastosphere, Nelson. Need to know more about this Mastosphere. Clay McCarty, Dakota Campion, Aogan, Jacob Foster, Keith Halcrow, Milky Bar Nuggets, hmm, Natas, which is same backwards. Timothy Mistledukakis. I sure hope that's right, Timothy. Paul got it right last time, but I forgot. Wesley Wonderskin. Jordan Slamsey. Nicholas Butler. Stinkline the Goblin. Wade Norcross. Hambo Kelly Sister. Maggins. Taylor Shedden. The Venomous Viper. 
Cod Salmon. Salmon? Cod Salmon. There you go. Nailed it. Matthew Sutton. Flemily. I love it. It's like a garbage pill kid. Raymond Hernandez. Rook. And welcome Jeffrey Owen Cahi and Nicole Watkins. Hope you got your names right. Please let us know. We love you all. It's pretty nuts out there right now. And uh, hope this podcast brings you some, some distraction and joy. We love you. Bye. Flypaper. The work of the people. Owned by the people. Supported by the people. Visit flypaper.fm.